Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome to the end of the world as we know it. Epic Games is hosting its first ever Fortnite World Cup where it plans to award $40 million to the world's best players. That's not chump change. That's legit. I don't know how they're going to spread that $40 million plus out, but winners will qualify for the Fortnite World Cup finals happening later this summer in New York City. Epic Games is promising a $30 million prize pool for the final event. Um, this is going to bring you know six regions, Europe, Asia, Brazil, Oceania, East and West Coast of North America all together. Our society's changing. I turned on some baseball this week, and I was surprised at how many times you could turn on either L.A. or New York or some of these big cities and just see massively empty seats. And you could t- look to the world of Fortnite and video games and esports and seeing growing audiences, especially amongst children on YouTube and other such platforms. We have a big show today. Started boom like that, fired out of the cannon. Pilots on last month's fatal Ethiopian Airlines flight, 737 MAX flight, uh, jets. They followed emergency procedures, but were still unable to control the plane. That's kind of bad news for Boeing, and yet Boeing's shares aren't down. Ethiopian Airlines said it was very unfortunate the pilots could not stop the plane from nosediving despite following the procedures. Ethiopia has been very kind to Boeing in this whole process. Ethiopian Airlines and said, you know, we, we like their planes, so and they don't feel that they're a massive unsafety uh, issue being thrown down per se. So how will Boeing respond? That's kind of in the news today. We do have a lot in the news today. We also have a lot of talk about socialism. A lot of talk about socialism in the news. Um, In the United States, much is coming from people who are pretty well off. Relatively speaking, when you turn on the financial news, you see well-off people talking about socialism. Now, again, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out in the United States $75,000 a year goes a long way or goes nowhere, depending on where you live. When you make $150,000, you just have to mind your quote-unquote P's and Q's. I think you always, as a person, need to scrimp and save, maxing out your 401k, throwing in contributions to whatever fantasies you may have in the world. Especially if you have kids. Life isn't hard, but resources are not unlimited. We all know that, right? So $150,000 doesn't feel very rich. A little less on the sound effects right now. 150000 a year feels resource-constrained for a lot of people. Houses are bigger. They're on more land. Cars in the driveway are nicer. They're more expensive. Speaking of expensive cars, Tesla really blew it. Tesla's uh, evening and last night consisted of announcing their first quarter deliveries fell short of expectations. And I don't know what to make of this, to be quite honest with you. You got Elon Musk trolling a judge about what a tweet is and what a tweet isn't and what it should be and shouldn't be according to SEC definitions. Twitter, not Twitter, Twitter tweets, Tesla makes cars. Tesla shares down about 9% today. 
on very limited amount of cars being delivered. Electric car maker said uh, last night that 63,000 cars were delivered in the first quarter, missing the 64,000 vehicles that analysts had surveyed and down 31% since the fourth quarter. They would have to hit 100,000 deliveries um, basically for the next three quarters to hit what they want to hit for the year minimum. At the end of February, the electric car maker announced the heavily anticipated debut of the $35,000 Model 3. A lot of people are having problems deciding on the Model 3, the Model S. Now, Tesla's got more competition this year. Audi's got some legit competition. We're still waiting to see the Porsche competition because it's kind of in that price range with Tesla. Will it be enough? Volkswagen, we know they have a lot coming, but we don't know a lot about it. Show me the money. Um, but then you see Ford coming out with pretty awful numbers on their levels, and you're like, whoa. Ford sales fell 1.6% due to unpopular cars, but truck vans and SUVs again saved the day. Do, 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 do. A 24% decline in sales of ever less popular passenger cars. I won't say it, but I should say it. I once said, if you ever see me in a radio shack, I'd pay you $10,000 because that's how unpopular they were in my head. If you ever see me driving a Ford, excluding rental cars, uh, but that's kind of like the same kind of idea, right? It, it kind of becomes, ew. The premium Lincoln brand grew sales 11%, making it Lincoln's best first quarter in 10 years. Just to show you what a bad consumer I am, Matthew Mahoney, ye who plays the bongos shirtless, stoned on marijuana. I don't even know what car he pushes. I want to say it's a Lincoln, but I'm not a... It's a Lincoln Navigator or a Lincoln Continent. I don't even know. It looks like a boat. My point being is I'm not a... Uh, advertising doesn't work terribly well on me. The guy who invented Linux, Linux, he's basically saying Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are diseases. <laughs> I told you it's a show today, right? There's a lot going on. And uh, I'm talking about, you know social conscious right now on normal economic behavior everyone's always trying to size people up going to dinner parties and such and what is middle class it's a big question these days right so other stories of note if you're counting on your house to finance your retirement you may be walking into a trap as admiral akbar said it's a trap downside thank you admiral akbar Downsizing is a common feature of retirement planning, but two trends could be throwing a wrench into that. And I throw this out there because I don't want you to be that 65-year-old person that goes, oh, I worked my whole life and now America screwed me. First and foremost, one new trend is more and more Americans are carrying debt, typically mortgages into retirement. And that exasperates that the housing trends that could pose a problem for baby boomers looking to sell large suburban homes. Pay off a mortgage and shore up their retirement savings. Baby boomers are clearly more comfortable holding debt than the prior generation, which sought to pay everything off before retiring. My parents, in theory, wanted to pay everything off. A mortgage had the word mort, death, in it. You used to have uh, coupon burning parties when your book of coupons where you get 30 years times 12 coupons that you'd have to send in. And when it was all said and done, people would burn those coupons. And I know I owe the man nothing. But right now we got historically low interest rates over the last decade has made borrowing less painful. And it's setting the seniors up for higher fixed payments in the early part of retirement. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, people expect retirement to go versus how it ultimately goes. Many people get carried away with thinking that their house is a big old financial piggy bank and you're not going to be able to dial it down as much as you think you are, especially if costs go higher in borrowing. 
National home prices are at the slowest pace since April 2015, and the McMansions may not sell as quickly going forward. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. The first-time unemployment claims were very bullish for the economy, which could mean higher interest rates down the road. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. That's kind of the one thing I kind of beg of people is that you have me right now. I'm not going to be doing this forever. I don't want to do this forever. Some point in time, I want to take my foot off the gas and uh, enjoy my children and smile a bit more. Try to figure things out that I've never been able to figure out before. You know, tinker, so to speak. <clears throat> Maybe I'll be a dog walker. Maybe I'll be a dog trainer. I don't know what my retirement looks like, but it's certainly not doing radio shows each and every day. So for now, you get me. For better or for worse, if that's good or bad. Tesla stock is plunging. Yet there's a surge of optimism that U.S.-China trade talks are at their end game. Sounds like a Tom Cruise movie, right? Tom Cruise is in Mission Impossible. Endgame, as is Beyonce and the fabulous Kim Kardashian. Angela Gina Jolie will be making a small appearance next to Brad Pitt. Jay-Z will be reprising his role in Hollywood's big action hit, Endgame. All about the China U.S. trade talks with Donald Trump and Madonna. Look who's having caviar over by the soybean boards, Jennifer Aniston and Will Smith. Oh, that Miley Cyrus is doing her thing again right next to Oprah Winfrey. There's a little bit of that going on with the whole U.S.-China trade talks. We're optimistic that we're going to have a big party. Okay, none of the celebrities would go, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, so Tesla plunging, U.S. trade talks kind of going on. Economic news from Germany adds to fears about a European slowdown. Oh, Hans. Yeah, Hans. It looks like things are slowing down. Yeah. So we got that going. We got this Brexit impasse. It's just grinding on, driving investors to seek protection because they don't know. I'm bored of it. Auto loans cost the most in a decade. Now, do you think that's good news, or is that bad news? This is your economic lesson of the day. For Beyonce and Kim Kardashian, Angelina Jolie, you need to know this as well. You could skip this one, Taylor Swift, because Tom Hanks taught you everything you know about Dwayne Johnson and his fortune. High cost of auto loans, good or bad for the car industry? Well, let's think it through a little Jeopardy style, shall we? High cost of auto loans, if it costs more money... Maybe they'll give us more perks. No. Let's think about it. High cost of money. You can afford so much a month because your boss is going to pay you more to drive a nice car. High cost of auto loans is bad. It's the same exact thing with the Federal Reserve. When we talk about the Federal Reserve and Jerome Powell, Alan Greenspan, Bob Barker, come on down. High cost of auto loans ties in the Federal Reserve, and the higher the cost of the auto loan, ultimately the less speculation you're going to take, the less cash you're going to say, okay, I can fit into a $400 a month loan. When the higher rates push it to $420, 425 you're like, I don't know, maybe that's like five tacos. So apparently not even the auto industry wants to put the cash up needed to sell cars because they're not saying, okay... We'll give you $10,000 off, or we'll give you a super low interest rate. 
So the Federal Reserve, when they raise interest rates, they, they cut speculation. When they lower interest rates, they raise speculation. Speculation drives people taking chances in economic activity. So the automotive industry has a big data provider called Edmunds. And they're talking about interest rates on auto loans hitting a 10-year high in March. A 10-year high. That makes me think of Method Man. I was going to go to college until I got high. We're at a 10-year high. Figures are based on what people borrow. But you also have to factor in manufacturer's incentives, deals from lenders, so it reflects what people really pay. 85% of people who choose to finance their auto purchase are paying for a new or used car. Costs are going up. Very few people walk into a car dealership and say, George, I'll pay here all these shiny nickels for it. So that's bad news for the consumers. It's also bad news for investors. But it's good news for the car companies is they'll kind of clean up their balance sheet and not have too many risky loans out there. Remember the mortgage companies that when interest rates went super low, they, they started speculating a bit too much when things started to dry up? And when they speculated too much, they have a little bit too much of that stuff on their, their balance sheets. From investors to lenders, everyone seems to be moving on to the, the business model of U.S. light vehicle sales down. Car companies seem to think it's worth offering incentives that would prop up sales. We're hearing a lot of car apocalypse. Electric car makers are proliferating. Autonomous driving technology is advancing. Rail hailing companies like Lyft is public with Uber soon to follow. There's optimism about new technology. Ford and General Motors trade for almost nothing times in next year's earnings. They're incredible values unless they go out of business, which would make them a value trap. Q, Mr. Akbar. It appears people won't start feeling better about any of this until sales begin to grow. So we see a little bit of weakness in housing, little itsy bitsy bitsy teeny bit of weakness in autos. But the jobs data that came out today was glory, glory, hallelujah. It's good. We have jobs. F- first time unemployment's low. So we're, we're paying a lot of attention right now, especially on car lenders and car companies. And, you know, we're looking for little flags here and there. And ultimately, we're already starting to get that feeling in our gut that that November, December hiccup in the markets, the pullback, maybe it was just a hiccup. And maybe it wasn't a sign that the auto sales are going to slip further or the housing sales are going to slip further, or the unemployment numbers are going to start to spike. Now, tomorrow is the big unemployment day, or the employment day, depending on how you want to look at it, with your good friend Ben Affleck, Donald Trump, Britney Spears. They'll all look at your finances with you. Of course, Johnny Depp won't because he's suing his management for mismanagement. Speaking of mismanagement, how about that 5G, 5G that's right around the corner? Verizon is going to be lighting it up. Fire it up. We're going to Chicago. <laughs> Fire up the Transams. We're driving to Chicago um, and Minneapolis. They can get 5G service. And when you have 5G service, you know what that does? It brings out super celebrities like Selena Gomez and Nicole Kidman, Ashton Kutcher and Jada Pinkett Smith. All will go to Chicago and Minneapolis to have 5G to talk to their good friend Prince Harry and Ryan Reynolds. Okay, that's the dream that they want to sell you. The reality is coverage from the 5G network is going to be available in certain high-density areas. Part of the West Loop and South Loop in Chicago and parts of downtown Minneapolis. It's going to require an additional fee of $10 a line. It's going to be like 5G Lite or 4G Plus. 
A lot of hype going on. Be careful what you sign up for right now, okay? Don't fall for the celebrity. Nick Jonas telling you it's all that in a bucket of chicken. Because he's dating Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Boeing stock is best performing stock of the Dow Jones Industrial Average in the year 2017. It landed in the top 10 in 2018 as far as top stocks in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Boeing stock is lauded. It's loved, it's beloved, it's famous, it's infamous. It's trying to outpace markets year over year over year, and then boom, a couple deadly crashes. So whether it be Lion Air's fatal October accident and or Ethiopia's deadly crash, and you get worldwide grounding, some big losses for Boeing. You get a lot of egg on their face, which is a kind way of saying this is bad news. A lot more than we thought we knew about automated flight control systems. The software update performing safely in action during a demo flight recently. That comes after news late Wednesday that the FAA has created a joint task force with NASA and international aviation regulations to review the Boeing 737 MAX patch. So far, it's running really well. Now again, I bring this up because this is a touchy subject. The stock's trading up right now. Despite the news, the software patch appears to be working and right on schedule. Boeing's not going to be blameless on what happened with Ethiopian Airlines and with Malaysian Airlines. Light air. Earnings estimates are obviously likely to come down. Order cancellations won't be as bad as expected. All in all, the stock's up, even as news came out today that Ethiopian Airlines pilots probably followed the procedures correctly. Now, again, I'm not a, a movie director. I can't tell you, like, who's at fault? Was it Boeing? Was it some surreptitious engineer who had a, a bone to pick? I'm not an investigative reporter. All I can tell you is that things are looking better, technically, stock-wise, because they're doing things correctly on a PR and social um, campaign. U.S.-China trade talks are moving forward. We're starting to talk about an endgame. Larry Kudlow is hopeful that the U.S.-China will get closer to trade deals as talks resume. Um, I don't know. We seem to have a bit of a moody president, is my kind way of saying, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if things fall through, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we get a glorious new Chinese deal, and all Americans are wearing kimonos next this time next. Like, I, I, I don't know about my Asian-American trade talk veracity and, and sentiment of how much are we going all in on this one. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Tesla is single-handedly growing the sluggish electric car market, but also the electric car market is starting to face some hurdles with fewer kickbacks. Thank you to the current administration. So we're hearing things out of Asia that it's not as bad and that they're weathering the storm pretty well on tariffs. But Trump wants the final say on tariffs. He wants kind of a unilateral decision-making on what he, he views as good and bad. And China may not go that far. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I saw that um, Apple's cutting prices on their HomePods by about 50 bucks. It's just not selling well compared to the cheaper alternatives out there. And there are cheaper alternatives out there. Whole Foods cut prices big time this week. Nice bit of marketing for Amazon. 
but it is just that. Grubhub stock could rise more than 30%, so says an analyst. Are you using Grubhub more and more? Shares of digital food delivery marketplace Grubhub rose. Problem I have with Grubhub is that very labor intensive. And you are very demanding on your food, but millennials apparently don't mind the stresses of food traveling via bicycle, scooter, or car to their homes. BTIG analyst Peter Sela started coverage on the stock with a buy in a $95 target. Restaurants, including major chains, are increasingly seeking to boost revenue by offering digital options, including pickup and delivery. So chain restaurants are going to expand 30-party delivery in multiple, to multiple partners in coming years. I, it's a trend that you can't really fight. Um, I can tell you that when you have kids, feeding them at home takes 45 minutes less than feeding them in a restaurant. And when you're younger adults, you kind of turn into your home becomes your nest. So I can see kind of both generation, the millennials and Generation X is kind of like, oh, Grubhub's pretty damn convenient. We don't need to put on perfume and a scarf and fancy up our hairs and go to a restaurant. Per se, right? Especially if you can eat pizza while playing Xbox while sitting on your couch and not moving a bit. Micron stock's going to plunge because chip market hasn't hit bottom, so says Morgan Stanley analyst. That's a big fight right now. In large part, what am I talking about? It's a big fight on Wall Street. On The semiconductors have kind of moved us higher. And Micron ultimately is a commodity. Um, tell me what type of DRAM you have in your computer right now. And you probably don't know. The DRAM industry and the uh, Nando flash memory. Um, DRAM refers to dynamic random access memory. Flash is found in smartphones and solid-state hard drives. DRAM is found in desktops and servers. The pricing has always been brutal. Um, it's a lot of times supply and demand. And when you're like, oh, let's build server farms across the world, demand's going to go higher and DRAM prices are going to firm. So German chip, ma- German chip maker Infineon lowered its sales growth guidance recently, citing weaker macroeconomic conditions, especially in China. So what's bad for Infineon is also typically bad for Micron. So a lot of people will say, watch this rally. Because there is a book value involved in Micron where you could say it could certainly pull back. But it's, it's these aren't stocks trading at super premiums. They're not companies like Lyft that is trading at super premium. that doesn't really have assets to fall back on. Um, hardcore assets. Throwing that out there. Good news, bad news. Which one do you want? Good news. Estimate amount of money a 65-year-old couple retiring this year will need to fund health care and medical expenses. Through retirement, didn't it increase that much from last year's estimate? The bad news, what do you think it's going to cost to fund your health care into all of your retirement for a couple? 65 years old. It's going to be $285,000. That's before factored in long-term care, dental, or premiums paid for Medicare for higher income couples. The average 401k for someone who's 60 to 64 years old is about two, is about 183000 And health care is going to cost 285000 Dun, dun, dun. You ain't going to make it. Go on without me, Dr. Jones. Throw me the idol. Throw me the idol. Go on without me. That's what's happened to our retirees. I want them to give me the, the house and the inheritance um, because the poison darts and the indigenous people are going to kill them. So healthcare ain't cheap. For a single 65-year-old man, it should be about 135000 But for a single woman... Her plan's going to be $150,000 for health care costs in retirement. You know why? Because women have longer lives, and they need health care to last longer. So, yeah. Yeah. 
It's that kind of simple. Best thing my dad did was he worked till the day he died. He never kind of drew down that retirement savings. I know you're saying, best thing financially your dad did? Are you some sort of sick monster? Don't you miss your dad? Of course I miss my dad. But best thing he did financially was he, he worked till the day he died and never drew down on that retirement. Because otherwise my mom's retirement wouldn't be nearly as, as, as decent as it is. And it's not that great. Weekly jobless claims dropped to the lowest level since 1969. Where were you when weekly jobless claims were this low? 1969? Hey, man, look. There's a man on the moon, man. Far out. Look at the TV. No, no, look at this moon on the sky. No, look at the man on the moon on the TV. No, look up in the sky. Far out, man. 1969's recreation brought to you by Rob Black. Cheech Chong. Tommy Chong. I'm Rob Black. Cheech Baron. Cheech Chong. Cheech Baron. Tommy Chong. Okay, I eventually got it right. You owe me a nickel. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more so some of the top stories of the day and and i'm kind of dancing around them is we've had five straight winning sessions on the s&p 500 we are melting up feels kind of nice i don't know it's kind of like a, a spritzer stocks are giving up some of these gains but we've had a recent trend which is nice president trump's going to meet chinese vice premier liu Strengthening communication stocks and materials, weakness in real estate and energy. Natural gas trading lower after a report of a build in weekly inventories. We're not firing up the factories. Facebook continues to gain up another 3 bucks today. Um, stock has been upgraded at Guggenheim to $200. Regulation, eh, no fear investors, regulation, no fear investors. They're saying we see the advertisers sticking around. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Got a big event coming up in about a month. You'll always be able to learn more at robblackshow.com. Amazon wants to launch thousands of satellites so it can offer broadband internet from space. Project Hyper. Is Amazon's plan to launch 3,200 satellites to build a network to provide global high-speed internet? Awesome. They had enough for 10 years. That- it's another one of Jeff Bezos's space ambitions tying into his business ambitions. There's a race among several major players to build a next-generation broadband network in space, including Elon Musk's SpaceX and SoftBank-owned OneWeb. So, are we ready for that? 3,200 satellites. Eh, I don't know. I don't feel it. Are you feeling it? Tesla had a big quarterly miss. Price targets are being cut across the board. Some as high from 450 down to 391. Keep in mind it's a $266 stock. Flagging consumer demand could surely be front and center right now with investors as far as a big concern. JP Morgan cut the price target to $200. So I see one as low as 200. I see one as high as 391. Elsewhere out there, big stories in the news. Puma Biotech has expanded two additional cohorts for its Phase two Summit Clinical Trial investigating uh, a drug in patients with solid tumors. That's kind of cool, right? Here's the problem with kind of cool. It's tough to invest in. Cool is really, really tough to invest in because 
Do you know EGFR activating mutations, HER2s, with metastatic salivary gland cancer? Doogie Howser used to write down all these words phonetically and put them on the dead body's uh, chest and notes. That's what I need to do, but I don't get the phonetic cheat sheet. Marriott's announced a continued expansion in Asia Pacific. Why are they opening 1,000 hotels by the end of 2020? In Asia, because it's growing. That's why some of your investment dollars need to be in Australia, Hong Kong, the Philippines, Nepal, India, home of the rich and famous. So take a look at some mutual funds, exchange traded funds, index funds that are like Asia only, or maybe Asia excluding Japan or Asia excluding India. There's Matthews funds. There's, there's, if you ever travel outside the United States, you're going to see that things aren't the United States. Speaking of old people, wait, wait, yeah, I didn't bring up old people. CVS's retail division, CVS Pharmacy, is now offering prescription delivery within hours. In addition to their one to two day prescription delivery service nationwide, services being delivered by shipped. S-H-I-P-T. I did not say a bad word. Shipped. But boy, is it easy to. It's available to patients who access their medications at 6,000 CVS pharmacy locations across the country. Seven ninety nine to get your drugs delivered to you. Boy, oh boy, that's a bargain. You know what my mom did after two strokes? She once got in a car and drove. I know you're saying, so you want your mom to be a shut-in? Like, never get around and walk to the point that her leg muscles get weak and she turns into delicious veal because she doesn't have any muscles. She just stands around all day. Are you saying that I'd eat my mother because she's got tender, succulent muscles? No! No! Facebook's got an Instagram huge thing going on. Analysts are starting to salivate over Instagram, turning on basically a massive checkout opportunity when purchasing. Instagram's user satisfaction has been steadily at a higher level uh, than uh, Snapchat consistently. They've got something called Checkout, yielding $8 billion annually with very high margins, competing with Amazon, competing with Apple. Facebook is in the news. The weekly initial jobless claims, 202,000 versus expectations of 217,000. Don't get caught up in the data. Just know that it's a very positive considera- consideration of the economic outlook of the United States of America. There's feelings of job security, which help fuel increased consumer spending activity. I know. If you have a job, you tend to spend money. Some idiot that I know wants a... Uh, Got a job and bought me a beer. And I'm like, dude, you just got a job. Wait, save some money. But people feel confident, like, hey, I'm going to have this job forever. I'm going to buy beer. Well, said beer's done, been drank and gone. I've urinated it in the yard already. So the point being is he probably should have put that money in his retirement, right? Real asset versus fleeting asset. And now you're saying, Roku got a big downgrade today. You know who's putting them in their site? This is not good news. Amazon. Amazon is asking advertisers to pledge millions of dollars to Roku Rival. Um, There's a company out there who does a lot of what Roku does. Roku's got a free TV uh, platform, and they also kind of do movies through Fandango. Um, It's actually catching on, and Apple's kind of pivoted recently on their Apple TV. I think Roku would be a great acquisition for either Google or Amazon or Apple as would Pluto TV, which uh, both of them offer free access to TV shows and movies with commercials. Sometimes I find myself watching more Roku than the paid services. But listen to this. The paid services, how shall we say cultural institution, Coca-Cola, Google, Netflix, with each passing year, Netflix continues to whop us. They're going to roll out 44 new original TV shows and movies this year. 
and let's just say we're addicted. If you look at the cumulative number of Netflix subscribers, 139 million, with the amount of time the average Netflix subscriber spends on the site every day, 71 minutes, we're watching 164 million hours a day of content from Netflix. That translates to upwards of 180 billion gigabytes of data over the course of a year. They turn through 494 million gigabytes of bandwidth each day. It's staggering. It's also binge-worthy. It's also the best of the Netflix. I'm Rob Black. You're not. Find me online at robblackshow.com, Twitter at Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Find out about seminars at robblackshow.com and go get it downloadable at net, um, newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds, like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.